Hi, gorgeous. This is episode number 321 with the wonderful Mark Hunter, the sales hunter. Hey, this is Mark Hunter. You're listening to Heart Sells Podcast with Christine Schlansky. Enjoy. Well, I am so excited to have Mark Hunter, the sales hunter on Heart Sales Podcast today. You can't even believe how long I have waited to make this true. Mark is recognized as one of the top 50 most influential sales and marketing leaders in the world. He is the author of A Mind of Sales and High Profit Prospecting. And his goal is to influence and impact others to help them see and achieve what they didn't think was possible. I just love this mission and I'm so excited to talk to him today about the books he's written as well as what we can learn so that you can take some of his amazing advice and implement it in your business right away. In case we have not met yet, I am Christine Schlonsky, host of the Heart Sales Podcast, where I talk with inspirational, successful, heart-centered entrepreneurs and business leaders about how they have built a wildly successful business and in many cases had to overcome their own challenges in selling their products and services. Guests include the wonderful Mark Hunter, obviously today, as well as Bob Burke, John Lee Dumas, Ian Altman, Andrea Waltz, Anthony Anario, Susie Carter, Anne Wilson, Kate Erickson, just to name a few. And this episode is brought to you by Heart Sales Academy. This is a place to go when you feel like sales is something that doesn't feel natural to you, but you are a heart-centered, ambitious entrepreneur and you would love to give more of your gifts to the world. You are ready to redefine sales so that you can exponentially grow your business and impact while creating the lifestyle and freedom you are looking for. If that feels good to you, hop on over to christineschlonsky.com and book your sales assessment call. This is a call where we will evaluate your sales skill strengths as well as identify the skills that need redefining so you can take your next best step forward in your business. So now let's dive right in with the amazing Mark Hunter. And I can't wait what he's going to share today in this episode. Do you have a mind of sales? So welcome, Mark. Thank you. And yeah, sales was the last thing I wanted to do. Really, I wanted to be on the radio. You're listening to KSR <laughs> Radio. No, I won't. we won't go into that. So cool. But let's dive in. Why did, why did you not want to be in sales? And how was it possible for you to create such level of success, inspiring hundreds of thousands of people all around the globe? Well, I got to set the tone. I went to college because I wanted to go into marketing. You see, I wanted to write advertising, make commercials. To me, that was going to be fun. And I was all set to do that. But the police department changed my whole career. And now you're wondering, and listeners are saying, police yes. department, where, where police does, department. yeah. What <laughs> happened was I did not realize that there are speed limit signs that you're supposed to observe. I didn't realize that there are laws that you're supposed to follow. I got four tickets in the course of about, oh, about eight weeks, my final semester at the university. Well, I did my job. I paid the tickets, but, you know, 
I forgot about it. My insurance company did not. What happened was about a month or two later, after I'm out of school, I get a notice from my insurance company that they are increasing my insurance premiums to be considerably higher than my car, my rent. I had to find a job that supplied me with a car. That is how I wound up in sales. <laughs> What a story. I cannot even imagine. Uh, and did you just go out, find a job or did you think, well, sales and sales, obviously there's money well, to be made. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what I did was I, I realized, okay, I got to find a job that's going to supply me with a car. And I had some friends that were in some sales jobs and they had cars. So, okay. And so I, I started looking around for a sales job. I was so good at my first sales job. I got fired from it, but it's okay. I got a second sales job that supplied me with a car. I got fired from it too. Yeah. Now, wow. doesn't that really excite you, the listening audience saying, wait a minute, here's this guy who was fired from his first two sales jobs. He didn't even want to be into sales. Why am I listening? Yeah, totally. But, you know, just looking at what you have achieved is so amazing. So what, what made that difference? When, when did it kind of click and all of a sudden you became the sales superstar? Well, it clicked on my third job because I thought I was going to get fired, but my boss pulled me aside and he said, Mark, you're approaching sales totally wrong. I won't tell you the whole story, but basically what it was, was I was viewing sales customers as if they were just objects to take money from. And his whole belief was, no, you are in sales to help people. To help people, you got to listen to them. You got to understand them. And he was the one who began instilling in me that we do not create sales just for the sake of taking money. We create sales to help people see and achieve what they didn't think was possible. That's when the light bulb began to go off. That's when I began to really realize what sales is all about. So do you remember then that first time where you applied those new principles? Yeah, I do. I, I, I very much do because I had just come out of my boss's office where I thought I was going to get fired. Now, it wasn't like suddenly, you know, the light bulb went off and everything. But over the course of the next several years, I began to gain a greater appreciation for listening to the customer and really putting myself into their shoes. And at the same time, having this fundamental belief that I can help people because this, this right now is where so many salespeople struggle. They don't have a fundamental belief that they can help somebody. My feeling is this. If I know I can help somebody, I have an obligation to get in touch with them. See, that, that's what fast forwards me to be really liking prospecting. I like prospecting. Because if I can help you, you know, if, if I knew I could help you, Christine, I'd owe it to you to get in touch with you. Because if I don't get in touch with you, I'm actually doing you a disservice. Yeah, I 100% agree. And you wrote a book about it, right? High Profit Prospecting. <laughs> I, I wrote a book. And, and, you know, and, and this is what's funny because people always ask me, so you wrote a book, High Profit Prospecting, and then you wrote this book, A Mind for Sales. What, what, see, what happened was I wrote the book, High Profit Prospecting, and that's a very prescriptive book. We've got scripts. We've got all kinds of things in there as to exactly how to sell. But people were calling me up and saying, Mark, I read the book, but I just can't do it. I just can't do it. And they can't do it because they don't have a mind for sales. That's what led me to write that book about you first have to believe in yourself. 
you first have to believe that you can make a fundamental difference in people. And only when you begin to believe that will you ever be successful in sales. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, ju I just love that. Let's go deeper here because what would you say to an entrepreneur who is still afraid of sales, right? Maybe when they go into a sales conversation, you know, their stomach starts a little bit turning and their palms start to sweat and they're all nervous and they don't really see how much value they could provide to that potential client. Right. Here's what I tell them. The problem is you're focused on the product. You're focused on your product or you're focused on your service. And of course, the title of your podcast is heart sells. You see, you got to sell with your heart. You have to put your heart into it. And when you do that, you begin to shift because it's really not so much what I sell. It's the outcome I create. That's what I'm focused on. In on. It's the outcome. And so, yeah, like, wow, I got this great product. I got this great service. I'm scared. What if they say no? That's okay if they say no. It's okay. No is only a moment in time. What happens if they ask me a question I can't answer? That's okay. I'll find out an answer. I'll have a conversation. You see, we have to look at sales as a conversation. Every sales call, regardless of what form it takes, is a conversation. And my goal is to do really two things. My goal is to earn the right, the privilege, the honor, and the respect to be able to meet with you again. You know, in other words, that I had a, a call that you respect me enough that we can talk again. And two, I just want to have a clear next step. That's it. That's it. Now, there's a lot of other pieces we can put in there, but I like to simplify things. We don't have to yeah. overcomplicate things. Yeah, it also helps taking fear away because that everybody can accomplish that, right? Everybody can accomplish that. This is just, sales is just about having a conversation. And I firmly believe, what I will tell an entrepreneur or a newer salesperson, I, I, I was doing a program this morning for a company. I said, what I want you to do is I want you to take a piece of paper out. I want you to draw a line down the middle of the piece of paper. And on one side, I want you to write down all your customers. Just make a list. And on the, on the other side, I want you to make a list of the outcomes that you help them achieve. Not, not what you sold them, not what you sold them, the outcomes. In other words, what was it? Oh, this is gonna allow them to do something faster. This is gonna allow them to save more money. This is gonna allow them to do what, you write down the outcomes. You put that list together and then you give yourself a big hug. You go, oh man, I am so good because I'm helping people. And you keep that piece of paper right there with you every time you're on the phone, every time you're on a Zoom call, whatever it might be, because that's what you're focused in on, the outcomes. Wow, that's such a brilliant advice. And it's so doable for everyone. Even if you're starting out new, you probably find someone who, who you have helped and supported and you can put them on a list. Right, it doesn't matter. See, this is the whole thing. My whole belief is if I can go through any day, and be one of the better parts of each person's day I've had the chance to have a conversation with, then I've done my job. I've done my job. And what'll happen is it will create opportunities. See, to the newer salesperson or the scared entrepreneur, they think there's some, this, this, I got to do one, two, three, four, five, six. And if I get any one of these, these things out of order, the sale's going to fall apart. No, no, it's a conversation. 
it's a conversation. So do you believe that people are born salespeople or is it a skill that can be learned? I, people love to ask me that because they say, okay, so your name Hunter, is that what you were born? Yeah, that's my, re that's my real last name. No, I don't think you're born. You know, I think that's a big excuse. That's a big giant excuse because yes, there are some people who are more adept at selling only because of their personality. You see, what it comes down to is it comes down to three traits that I think everybody has to possess. One, it's a personality that can communicate, okay? Two, it's a personality that will listen. Because again, communication, listen. Sometimes people think communication is just talking. No, it's not. And three, it is a trait of respect for the other person. And I think when you put those three things together, you know what? It's amazing how you go into any conversation just feeling better. You come out of any conversation feeling better because you've taken the time to listen and you've demonstrated respect for the other person. So do you have any advice for maybe an introvert who has a challenging time always to communicate and, you know, be present and be with people? What can they do and still be great salespeople? This is going to shock a lot of listeners right now because I've had the chance to interview top performers, top performing salespeople, and it is amazing the number of them that claim to be introverts. They are actually introverts, and yet they're top performing salespeople because here's the, here's the connection. See, the introvert, well, I, I, just, I just can't. But you know what the introvert is? Many times they're very focused. They listen better. They absolutely listen better. And it's just a conversation one-on-one. -on -one. It's not a conversation of one to a thousand. I'm not expecting somebody to stand up in front of 50,000 people. It's just a conversation of one-to-one. -one. And when you, when you look at it in that way, celebrate your strengths, celebrate who you are. If you're an introvert, that means you really, you really think and you process at a deeper level. That means you listen better. That right there says, wow, you know what? Mm, you're probably going to be a good salesperson. And when you realize that the conversation is just one-to-one, -one, it begins to change things. I have watched a tremendous number of introverts when they take a step back and just relax, just relax. Don't try to be Tony Robbins. Don't try to be, no, just be who you are. It's amazing how people will connect with you. Yeah. I, I love that. I'm right in the middle of the spectrum. So I'm always listening in to both sides. And well, now, now, see, now that, that's interesting that you say that we're in the, you're in the middle. So, you know, you say, so the middle, that would be your half introvert and half extrovert. And people yeah. look at, well, wait, look at Christine. There's no way she can be an introvert, but you are. See, yeah. I, I'm deep inside. I, I'm a major introvert. I am a major introvert. If, if, if you knew me when I was in high school or college, yeah, I was a screw off, but deep inside, I was a major introvert. Okay. And it's only been over years and years and years have I really become more of an extrovert. That's, that's awesome. So what does hard sales mean to you? That means you lead with who you are. You lead because you care about the other person. You see, my objective is not to sell you something. My objective is to leave you in a better place. 
And if I can leave you in a better place, wow, then I've done my job. I feel a lot better. And the only way I can do that is by being able to connect with you heart to heart, because it means, and especially right now in this pandemic, where relationships are strained and it's just, it's just a strange time out there. People need that authenticity. Heart selling is about being authentic, being who you are, and more importantly, letting the other person be who they are. Yeah, that, that's, I, I, I just love that. So when people go out and have conversations or when they work on the phone or whatever they do to talk to their potential clients, how can they connect heart to heart? Because they might be afraid. Like, I don't even know that person. I'm cold calling them. How can I connect heart to heart? Like, what do I do? I'm scared. I'm scared. Now, think about this conversation that we're having. You know, I'm sure you've heard, and I'm sure the listeners heard, my voice has gone up, my voice has come down, and my pitch and my tone have changed. We connect with our voice. Hmm. Let your voice come through. And it's amazing how, as you let your voice come through, people pay more attention. And because you're using voice inflection, they feel that you're engaged with them that much more. They feel they're engaged. Now, we happen to be also doing this by way of Zoom, and my eyes are locked on the camera. Um, my, my eyes are locked on the camera. Now, I can't see you, but I know that you can see my eyes. You see, it really is about using the tools that we have at our disposal, however we're connecting, to use them as communication tools to allow the other person to understand me better. And here's what's interesting. The more they can relate to me and how I'm communicating, the more they open up. The more they will open up because they'll see me as authentic. They'll see me as being transparent. And they're seeing me as somebody that they can trust. And again, this is why I tell people, if you're cold calling and so forth, ditch the script. Ditch the script. It's about having a conversation. If I, go to a, if I go to a show, we'll say I'm in New York City and I go to a Broadway show. I go to a Broadway show and the actors and the actresses, they're not on stage with scripts in their hand. No. You see, they know their lines so well. They know their material so well that it just flows and it flows naturally. And it's as if you're watching a conversation between performers on the stage. That's what your job is when we're selling. Yeah, so let go of the selling and just give space. Is that the... Just exactly, just give space. And it's amazing how much more comfortable. You know, people know when the other party's tense. They know when the other party's stiff and scared. But they also know when they're relaxed. And then as a result, like you and I are having right here, we're just having a very casual conversation. We're going back and forth. You've got points you want to share. I've got points I want to share. And it's just coming naturally. That's yeah. a great sales call. Yeah, totally. And it's an easy one, isn't it? It's easy. It, it doesn't leave you exhausted at the end. That's See, this is where I find so many salespeople. They, they work themselves up. They, I, I do a fair amount of coaching. And I'll coach salespeople who get themselves worked up and, 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 and they're stressed out. And it's amazing when you're stressed, it's amazing how your energy just gets sucked out. 
But when you allow your personality to take hold, it's amazing how the adrenaline picks up and you're just that much more engaged. You're, you're just, you're just going, you can go forever. Yeah, totally, totally agree. So I want to send people to your beautiful work and um, I want to encourage them to get your books. So you mentioned earlier, high profit prospecting, it has scripts in it. It tells you like more like the tactics and the strategies while a mind for sales is the mindset. You describe both books very well, very briefly. I like that. Thank you. Nice job. And yeah, so they can where, where do I start? Which one do I read first? Well, this is, oh man, I get asked this question a lot. If, if, I'm, new at, if I'm new at sales, I'm actually going to read a mind for sales first. And, and if I have, feel like I have a good mind, then I'm going to read high profit prospecting. But I really do suggest that you need to read both. Because yeah. I've had a tremendous number of veteran salespeople, especially right now, we're in the midst of this pandemic, and who knows how long this is going to last. I've had more people say that, wow, I've been in sales for 20 years, and I, I read the book of mine for sales. Wow, that spoke to me right now during this period that we're in right now. And that's great. And I've had the same thing. I've had, I've had new salespeople call me and tell me they read the book. So it really kind of cuts across both sides. And high profit prospect, like I said, I mean, it's got scripts. It's got really how to build a sales cadence, how to identify your ideal customer profile. It's got all that prescriptive information in there. Awesome. Awesome. And people can find more at the saleshunter.com. And I'm going to obviously link the books and I'm going to give them all the links to connect with you. And I highly encourage our listeners to, to check your wonderful work out because As we mentioned at the beginning, you didn't even want to be in sales. You got fired from your two sales job. And now you've created this empire working globally and influencing so many people in such a positive and beautiful way. So I just want to say thank you for, for all you do. Because when I started in sales, I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't really want to be there. And, you know, by reading books, by changing my mindset, I wish that book would have been out years ago. <laughs> that would have really helped me as a starter in sales. So A Mind for Sales and High Profit Prospecting, these are the two books to go. And then again, go to www.thesaleshunter.com to find more amazing supportive things and obviously ways to, to work with Mark. Thank you so, so much for this wonderful episode full of golden nuggets, right? I took some notes <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to process some of the things you said, because I think as a salesperson or someone who, who is an entrepreneur, you can never stop learning. You can never stop taking in wonderful ideas that help you to give more of your gifts to the world and to help other people with what you got to offer. So any any final advice you would want to give for this episode? Every day you have an opportunity to influence and impact people. That's what sales is. It's about helping others see and achieve what they didn't think was possible. That's what excites me every day. And I hope that's what excites you. Awesome. Thank you so, so much for having been on Heart Says Podcast. And I hope you guys are going to tune in for the next episode because we have a, another chance, not a second one, another chance <laughs> to uh, get more of this amazing advice that Mark provides. And I'm going to say bye for now. 
I find Mark's story so inspiring, especially when you have a look at how he failed several times until he got it, how determined he was to make it work, and the beautiful success that came out of it because he was persistent and he was consistent and he shifted from his head into his heart. And I know if you are listening, you are a heart-centered entrepreneur and you want to make it work in your business as well because you know you have so much to give. So I think that was such a wonderful inspiration and I'm excited that Mark is going to be back for the next episode where we talk about work with people who care. Hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab and episode number 321. There you find the transcript, the resources we talked about, all the links that connect to Mark. I have also listed his books. So everything is just one click away. And once you're over there and you feel that sales isn't the natural way you would love to feel when you are selling, hop on over to christineschlonsky.com and book your sales assessment call. And once you're over there, sign up for the empowerment notes. If you have not already, that's empowerment right into your inbox where I share more of my knowledge, updates on Heart Sales Podcast and amazing resources that support you to create a heart-centered, thriving business that gives you the freedom and the lifestyle you are looking for. Thank you so, so much for having been here. Have an amazing day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now. Bye.